Good morning. I, uh, I thought this morning, um, Pastor Al used to say, good morning church, and I was thinking this morning, uh, good morning church family, and it really is a privilege to uh, share with you this morning out of our series, and it's good to be with family because this is you know, a little nerve-wracking, and so it's nice to just talk to family, right? I'm just going to have a conversation with you guys. But, you know, we've been doing this series on uh, God-man, you know, Jesus the God-man, out of the Gospel of Mark. And uh, this is a really good passage. We really get to see, um, in just a couple of verses here, both God as man and God as, Jesus as God. So Jesus as man and Jesus as God. So, as uh, Pastor Derek said, turn to chapter 4, verse 35, through the end of the chapter. Um, but before we do that, I was just going to ask a question. Um, have you ever been afraid? Have you, ever, uh, have you ever had real fear? Now, I, I'm not talking about being scared, because I think there, in my simple mind, I think there's a difference between being afraid and being scared. Um, you know, sweet little Debbie, my wife that was up here, you know, dancing around with the VBS, the one that you entrust your kids with every Sunday morning, um, she likes to scare me. Um, I don't know, she gets a certain joy out of it, a certain kick. In fact, I, I'm just going to tell you, last night, as we, were, we set up communion last night, her and I, and um, she said, I'm going to see you out in the car. And it was getting kind of dark, and I was putting away the last little bit. And I, I, I go to walk out, and she goes, ah! And I, I yelled. I couldn't help it. I just couldn't do it. And she, she finds joy in that. When that happens, I just turn to her, and I go, I go, why? Why? And she goes, because it's so much fun, you know, and... And um, I think it's the whole body language, because I just kind of go spastic. But I think, I think part of that, too, is that uh, I, I, I can admit this. I, I scream like a girl when I'm scared. <laughs> and it takes a special man to admit that, but I do. And I try to tell myself I'm not going to scream like a girl, but I can't help it. So um, anyway, but we're going to talk uh, this morning about uh, real fear and the apostles' uh, fear that they had. So... Mark chapter 4, verse 35. On that day when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was, and other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he woke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? So I look at that, <clears throat> what I find really... Um, interesting about that is we see here Jesus as fully man. You know, the last couple of weeks we've been talking that Jesus has been uh, on the, in the boat. He's been teaching to the people on the shore. And uh, we see him now exhausted. He is, he's tired. So we see the frailty of man and he's going, you know, I need to get some solitude and I need to get some rest. And this is Jesus God, who 
in the body of man needs some rest. So we get to see that. And then, just a couple verses later, we see him, God, man, that with just a simple word is able to calm the sea. That's pretty incredible. So I think really, it's probably one of the, as we're going through this God-man series, it's probably one of the best places in the Gospels that we see just this, just right after the other, just God as man and God, Jesus as God. But today I really want to talk about, um, you know, the apostles and their interaction with Jesus and the fear that they had. Um, the apostles actually show fear twice in this. And, um, you know, it's the first time when they see fear, you know, they, they're scared that they're going to die. They're afraid that they're going to drown. These were, um, you know, experienced fishermen. You know, they knew how to deal with wind and rain, so we know it must have been extremely tough, uh, extremely scary situation. And they panic. They, they do what every good guy does when they don't know what to do. They panic. And, uh, you know, it, it says that they, they go, Teacher, do you not care that we're perishing? So I really believed that they were going to drown. And so obviously there was terror there. There was actually fear for their human life that they were going to die. And when they did that, they took, the fe- they took their eyes off of who was riding in the boat with them and who the, the, their power was. And then you see that they become frightened when Jesus, with, the, with a simple word, just calmed. It says a great calm occurs. So they're going, Whoa! You know, so first they're scared they're going to die, and then they're scared that this, that this man they've been with, you know, uh, calms the water. As far as Jesus goes, you know, he's stunned. He's just like going, you know, really guys? After all you've seen, after all the miracles, you know, I turned the water into wine, I, you know, I, I made the lame walk and all that kind of stuff, and you still don't know, you still don't get it. You don't know who I am. And it doesn't say what Jesus does after he... Uh, you know, it's kind of going, really, guys? It doesn't say what he does. My thought is, again, my simple mind is that he's still tired. You know, so he probably goes back down into the boat, you know, just kind of shaking his head, you know, and just saying, guys, you know, we're going to talk about this in the morning, but I need some sleep, you know. Um, so, you know, they, they, were just, they were just shocked. So for today, though, you know, where does that leave us today? You know, it's easy for us to sit back and judge the apostles. I mean, I've done that. I mean, I, I read about the Israelites and stuff. I go, what a bunch of morons. You know, they had the manna coming down from the ground and all that stuff. You know, they doubted him. Well, here we see the apostles. You know, they've done all that stuff. And it's go, yeah, you know, what a bunch of losers. I can't believe they can't figure this out. Um, but you know where I'm going to go with this. You know that, you know, it relates to our lives. Um, and uh, I, I often say, you know, how often I get afraid. Um, you know, I, I, I lose trust that God will see me through these tough situations. I mean, at least the apostles were afraid of their life and death. You know, the things I, I mean, I don't really, actually, I've never faced life or death situations. Um, you know, but the things that I get scared of, you know, the things that trap me, um, it's, man, they paralyze me. Um, you know, Debbie likes to play the Would You Rather game. You know the would you rather game when, think, when it's kind of like quiet in the car or something? Would you rather, you know, just to get something talking? You know, kind of the, would you rather have the hiccups for the rest of your life or would you rather feel like you need to sneeze but can't? You know, one of those. Um, one of those kind of would you rather games. De- Debbie, Debbie actually texted me one this morning. She goes, would you rather, 
Would you rather worry that your daughter and Gracie, your daughter and me are going to Uganda for 17 days, or would you rather trust in God and eat whatever you want? You know, so one of those kind of things. Um, but um, I kind of have, would you rather, I mean, we, we can do this with you, would you rather. Those who know me know that, um, I mean, I'll, this is just true confession. I re- one of the things that really, really scares me is um, having tough conversations with people. It just, it's, you know, I like, I want people to like me, and so I will, I will stop and stop and stop, and I'll dread it, and I'll put it off, and I'll put it off, and I will, I'll, I'll talk to other people, I'll get their advice. Um, you know, I look, we see other examples in the Bible of people in trouble, you know, in the sea or in the ocean, you know, and they're throwing stuff out of the boat, you know, trying to, and that's what I would be doing in my life. I'm just like checking stuff out. I'm trying to get all the answers, but I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, sometimes it's the last thing I do is go to God. So that's my, uh, that's one of my real struggles where I get really gripped with fear. Um, you know, for you guys, you know, it could be other things. I mean, there's just so many different fears. And I guarantee you, I mean, we got a Uganda team that's leaving tomorrow. Um, you know, and, and there's a fear that comes with that. So each one of us are facing some sort of fear. And just some fears I put down was, you know, the fear of failure. You know, we're so worried about, you know, trying something or you feel God's leading us through, and you go, man, I just don't want to screw up. And so we stop. Um, how about fear over finances or money? Oftentimes that gets us, you know, how am I going to pay the bill or, you know, I'm gonna, I just lost my job. Um, you know, what about fear of your marriage? You know, we had, you had that argument where you said, I'm done. Or the wife said that. And so you got real fear with that. Fear of rejection. Fear of a loss of control. How about this fear? This is one that's tripped me up in the past. You know, would I rather obsess over the guilt and shame of a past sin than trust that God will forgive me and redeem me? Boy, that's got a lot of people. I mean, if I can get paralyzed with that when I think about that. So, but when we take our eyes off of Jesus, as much as Satan did, I mean, as much as the disciples did, Satan has control over us. I mean, he would love for us to be paralyzed in our fear. Um, he just would. That we become ineffective for him. And, um, you know, so when we take our eyes off that and try to fix it out ourselves. So, you know, Christ desires for us to him, to, to, in faith, to reach out to him. Can you imagine if the disciples that day would have said, you know, hey, Lord, you know, we, we know you're in control. We know you're asleep. And we're really sorry to interrupt your sleep. But, you know, I mean, the, you know, it's getting kind of crazy out there. The winds are going nuts. And our stuff's kind of getting wet. And Peter's throwing up on the side. But if you could just kind of come up here and make the water, you know, and then you can go back down to sleep. You know, can you imagine if they would have done that, if they had that trust in them, but they lost it. You know, they, they, they lost complete control of, where, of who God was. Remember that the stuff you're going through, whatever fear it is, it doesn't surprise God. God doesn't, you know, when you share it with God, he doesn't go, oh my goodness, I had no idea. I mean, he knows what we're going through. Um, I find it really interesting that as you look through these verses, there's three greats. There's three great things that happen. There's a great windstorm. There's great fear. 
from the apostles, and then there's a great calm. We get all three of those here. And, um, you know, I think uh, for us, we often, we don't ever get to experience the great calm that Christ can bring. He doesn't take away our troubles oftentimes, but he gives us a peace. I, I, can, I, name, I can name several instances where when I really gave, to, I mean, I still had the problem. I still had the problem, but I just felt like, you know, I'm going to get through this. It's going to be good. So I, I just encourage you today to lean into Christ and allow his peace to calm whatever is going on in your life. I mean, he can give you the courage to face whatever fears you have. So that's my word for the day. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you so much. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the promises in the Bible. We thank you that, that we can lean in on you um, when things get tough. Lord, we face a lot of fears, fears, fears that just completely overwhelm us and take, they take a grip on our lives and, and we lose our effectiveness with you. Lord, I just uh, I, I thank you that we can come to the throne of your grace and your power. We can call on your name and you will, you will bring a great calm in our lives. But help us to remember that in our times of trial. Help us to remember that even this week, maybe even today. Be with the Uganda team as well, that, that they just feel the peace of you and don't allow fear to grip them. Thank you so much for all you do. In Jesus' name, amen.